Before we get started, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let us explain. Anchor has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. The following will be a regularly scheduled episode of Searching for MacGuffin, but before that, we want to send our thoughts and prayers to the victims of the tragedy at Robb Elementary School in Texas. We want to invite you guys to join us in helping to support the families going through the trials in the wake of this great tragedy. So in the episode description, we have a link that you can follow to support those families directly. Additionally, for all of our supporters who are already helping us out, either as subscribers or in our new merch store, which you'll also see the link in this episode, all sales and proceeds from that and advertising this month will go directly to those families. Thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Searching for MacGuffin with your host, George, Dan, Gabe, and Link. And this week, we have a lot to talk about. Why? If you listened to last week's episode, in our monthly, we had just come from a very special film that kind of precipitated this week's conversation. If you haven't seen it, I'm just going to start right off the bat. Morbius. <laughs> it is back in theaters, actually. Exactly. Back in theaters. Yeah. Bombed so again. <laughs> Wait, again? You I thought it actually made a bunch of money the first time. No, no, no. Oh, that was a joke? It didn't really make a bunch of money the first time? It came back on Friday, and it made 85K. Yeah, it did so bomb this time. You thought it made a more billion dollars? <laughs> that wasn't true. That's what they were, oh, it was more trillion dollars? But no. This is it's... what happens when boomers are in charge of Hollywood. What is your agenda against... Like, everything you have in your life, you owe to a boomer. They should retire and let the next generation <laughs> lead. Let the past die. Yeah. Okay, Kylo. But that's not what we're here. Speaking about letting the past die, that's a very interesting transition. Um, we're here to talk about legacy sequels. So holding on to the past. Also, I didn't even mention what movie it was. Like now, our listeners just think it was Morbius. Oh, it means that you have to go back and listen to the monthly, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Which uh, what was the title for this month's monthly? Something with melancholy. Ms. Maverick, I think. Is one <laughs> I think them. it was merch. Melons? Merch Maverick and melancholy. Yeah, that's what it was. Maverick being the titular character in the film Top Gun Maverick. Are we allowed to say that word? Maverick. Or titular. Titular? Titty? Titular? Okay, well. the title character. I don't know. Titular is a word, but when you say titty, then we're off track. Is that a word we could say? Titular. And I don't think we can say that word, actually. Bleep it, Dan. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, we can. That's fine. They make, like, merchandise with it. But I'm going to bleep you anyway. No one's ever going to know what you said. Exactly. What is going to be like, I can't believe he said that. I can't believe he cursed. No. And this is a family show. What is a legacy sequel? For children. A legacy sequel. 
That's a good question. That is a good question because <laughs> I have so many movies that I don't know if they're legacy sequels or not. So can you define for me what that is? Well. So I can figure out if these are legacy sequels or not. I can read out a definition. Go right ahead. A legacy sequel is a work that follows the continuity of the original work, but takes place further along the timeline, <laughs> often focusing on new characters with the original ones still present in the plot. Yeah, that sounds about right. I think it's also important that a true legacy sequel to me, the time has passed in real life. You know, I don't know if that definition encompassed that. I know it says the characters have moved on. In the timeline, but I think there needs to be like a significant amount of time that passed since that movie. Yeah, I do agree I with agree. that. Yeah. So, what were your thoughts, Link? What movies were you questioning? See, now, now that Gabe read that definition, where the characters themselves, in time ha has passed, I'm trying to think if they're legacy sequels that don't that, that the characters don't no where 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 they weren't released too far apart. You get me? Like right. maybe. Like what? Like they you were, can throw one I mean, there. That's what I'm trying to think of when I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> what's, the, what's the minimum amount yeah, of time? Yeah, what's the minimum amount of time that's that has the to be There's not a set amount. There isn't a set, but I feel like for me, it's got to be like 10 years. Yeah. 10 years? I'm I saying agree. like if you're like nine years off, then I'll let it pass. But yeah, like about a decade, I think. Okay. 10 years plus. Okay. Yeah. It's not a hard and fast rule. With but some wiggle room. I think it's also most of the time the characters have progressed because the actors have progressed. You know, it's like you can't make a sequel that takes place yesterday if the actors all look like 10 years, 15 years older, you know? Yeah. Although. Unless you de-age them. For example, right? I got one. I thought of one. Wet Hot American Summer. Um, <laughs> Infinity War came out what year? 2018. Yeah, 18. When did, when did uh, um, Endgame come out? 2019. Five years passed between. <laughs> Is that considered a legacy sequel? No, because no. it's not close to 10. Yeah, first of all, that's too short based on what on our criteria. And then number two, we just said yeah, 10 years. But what about the definition that Gable read? It has to pass in real life and in yeah. the oh, okay. content. And also, I mean... Because that's why... I think, yeah, the, those movies are one year apart. And like parts of them were that, shot together, if I'm not mistaken. So It part one and part two wouldn't be legacy series. All right, let's define legacy. What, what, is, what is a legacy, Gabe? You can look that up while I try to tell you what I think a legacy is. I think a legacy is hearkening back to a time in the past. So for the sequel to be a legacy sequel, it's also building on something that came before. And I think part of that from a movie perspective is nostalgia, right? Sometimes we're into, oh, like Independence Day resurgence. Like, oh, you guys remember that movie? Let's watch the new movie, even if you're not like super passionate in love of it. There's like there's a there's an Independence Day sequel. Are you, you what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I fell asleep in it. We get our independence from Russia. Wait, which Hemsworth is that? Liam? Liam is Liam. Uh, yeah, the Hemsworth. What? Legacy sequels. Yeah, I I don't, don't get excited. I it's think not good. I may have yeah, it's seen not. It. We fell asleep. No, Will during. Smith isn't in it. Did you fall asleep in it? I think yeah, I, think I, I don't remember how it was the end. Yeah, I fell asleep. The and two then I woke up and there's like a giant alien in the desert or something. Right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and then I yeah. passed out. I've never they seen mentioned it. Will Smith though, right? The character. Yeah, he died. They don't. His, just, I think the okay. The son. I have his seen son. it. I just yeah, his son eliminated it from my memory. What about Jeff Goldblum? Interesting. I don't think he's in it. What? Right? I think he is in it. Oh, okay, sure. He's not the titular. <laughs> no, he is not the titular character. Titular? Yeah, he is in it. 
Yeah, okay. I don't know. He, I can't remember a thing he did. I remember him being in it. He's usually in this. I was probably asleep during that time. That was one of the first movies we ever watched at AMC Tamayami. That, I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> <laughs> AMC Tamayami here in Miami, Florida. Shout out to AMC, formerly Palace 18. Those seats are so comfortable. And it was the first, like one of the first ones that I just fell asleep during. Yeah, they are comfortable. Yeah. So, um, did you look up legacy? Yeah. Um, the definition is an amount of money or property left to someone <laughs> in a will. Legacy money. That's right. Legacy. Co- money. Shout I mean, out Cody I, I Rhodes. Guess. His whole life built on legacy money. That's um, not the definition I was expecting. I mean, there's another definition. It was like, oh, although that's true too, though, if you think about it, because it's just money on the table for yeah. these studios. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it's legacy sequel. It's just like I own this movie. I might as well make another one. Um, is defined as something that includes all the accomplishments, um, successfully overcoming adversity. And oh, this is really in depth. The things a person does and achieves throughout a lifetime. And I think I that's what it builds on. That. I think. Legacy sequels build on what the movies before them achieved. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, you know, so w- what what we remember about those classic films? I mean, hopefully they're classics that we're they're coming back to. Sometimes they're not; they're just movies that happen. But it's they're usually. Bill and Ted. Like, go ahead. Oh, what? Damn, what were you, you <laughs> yeah, were saying you said something and then you walked away. I said Bill and Ted. Oh, Bill and Ted. Okay, so they're usually. A movie that was like a cultural phenomenon, at least in the in the hearts and minds of like that generation, usually be like, "Oh yeah, I know that movie." Even if like you're too young to have actually seen the movie, yeah, you've like it, they're popular enough that like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that 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 was a thing I remember." Um, Question. Yeah. A cultural phenomenon in my time was Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah. Are the Hobbits considered legacy sequels? I don't know how many years were they apart. I don't know. I feel like the studio just are kept prequels, making. Are prequels? Yeah, are prequels? Yeah, because even look at Star Wars, question. right? It's yeah. a legacy prequel. Yeah, legacy like prequel. yeah, legacy prequel. Look, but then yeah, look at Star Wars. You uh-huh. get a pre-legacy prequel. It's building on the success of the cultural phenomenon of Star Wars, yeah. of Lord of the Rings. Um, I mean, I, I agree. Star Wars would be a, a legacy prequel because. A ton of years passed, like literally decades between one. I don't know how much time was between the last between Return of the King and the first Hobbit. Two thousand and three and twenty eleven, eight years. Yeah, it's, it was as, getting as up there, but it that almost feels like that almost feels like they never stopped developing Lord of the Rings. Sorry, twenty twelve, nine, nine years. There nine, you go. By your oh, standards, yeah, okay, it's just that. about to hit. Yeah. So is that is would that be a legacy? I mean, if it is, it sucks. Legacy prequel. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's it's kind of hard for those like adapted franchises because it's like you know the Hobbit exists and you know they can always make it into a movie, so it's not like a surprise. Okay. It doesn't feel like it, especially like prequels don't feel like it because there already is a story made, especially when it came up before the actual stories that you know. Right, and you're not revisiting those characters, kind of like how the legacy sequel definition. Yeah, sound like time has passed in in like time hasn't passed for Aragorn and everyone there. Like it's just before time has passed for Legolas. No, time doesn't time pass hasn't passed because it goes obviously. in reverse. It's a prequel. It goes before time has passed. You know, he's gotten so the Lord of the Rings is a legacy sequel for the, the, the Hobbit. Hobbit? Movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but before can time. you say that? Can you say that about? 
I guess Vader. You, you can say it's a legacy prequel, but nobody wants to. I'd talk say about it's a it. legacy prequel. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it that. Even is that I mean, even is that a term? Or did I? No, did we just make that? Yeah, make that. Well, how many movies could that possibly like pertain to? It's like just Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. I'm sure there's two or three out there, but there can't be that many. Prequels isn't really like that much of a like practice. There's not that many prequels out there. Wait, aren't the Star Trek movies technically prequels? No, nah, those are. Reboot? Oh wait, they're like reboot, they're reboots. Right? Oh yeah, reboot versus. But also time travel. My multiverse. Oh. That's legitimately a multiverse film. What? The Star Trek. I know. Movie. Why? Because it there's a branching path. Oh, because Leonard Nimoy is in one of them. Exactly. Isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Forgot about that. He gets transported through like a portal. I forgot about into their that. timeline, and these characters won't grow up to become the characters that we're familiar with. They'll grow up to be branching paths. Mm. And like race swaps, orientation swaps, like they'll just and the and their history is just different. So Endgame, Endgame messed up time travel for me. What about something like uh, Spider Man No Way Home? Would that be considered a legacy sequel to the original <laughs> Spider Man? Uh, no, that too uh, far from <laughs> too home. far from home. Yeah, like three years earlier. Um, it did feel like an eternity though. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'd say yeah. Because it builds, say, yeah, are you serious? It builds, it's building on the success to the first, of the previous to, to the Toby, pre- Spider-Man? Toby, to and Toby and Andrews. Andrews yeah, but yeah. it's not Spider-Man uh, Four. It's not. I'll say three. yes with an asterisk. Yeah, I'll give it an three. asterisk. Asterisk. Can we? Are you even allowed to say that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're allowed to say asterisk. Is it not isk? Asterisk. Isk. Oh wow, it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Asterisk. Okay. <laughs> English is hard. Sorry. Tired. No, I am not gonna lie. I won't leave. I won't leave you out to dry, Danny. I thought it was asterisk too. Uh, yeah, I thought it was thank asterisk. You, thank you. You're such an asterisk. Um, thank what you. legacy versus reboot then? Yeah, legacy versus reboot. How does that look? What would be what would be a reboot? We said Star Trek. I guess is a reboot. But then Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters. Then the char- oh, wait, the characters aren't the. They're like the original characters aren't there, right? Well, it builds like on a new I guess the original characters. characters aren't there. Yeah, sure. But like, for example, you just said Ghostbusters. Uh, what do you call it, Link? The name of this movie? Oh, Ghost, Ghostbusters 2016. Yeah. Real, real Ghostbuster fans call it Answer Chris the Call. But this movie has real fans? No, no. Just Ghostbusters. We really, <laughs> Ghostbusters fan really want you to know that this movie is not a Ghostbusters movie. Uh-huh. Mm. So they don't want Ghostbusters 2016 to be confused with Ghostbusters, whatever. You're the original Ghostbusters film. What about. Ghostbusters. Uh... Wait, it didn't have like a subheading or anything. It was just Ghostbusters. Yeah, it was Ghostbusters. Yeah, it's called 2016 because that's the year yeah. that it came out. Wait, wait, wait. but like I it, remember it wasn't it like having the, the, the call, call, answer the call, or something like that. No. So in the credits, uh, the director put answer the call, but the studio wanted it to just be called Ghostbusters. Is that Sony? Yeah, that's Sony, bro. Are they dumb? If the answer is stupid, yes. it's usually Sony. are they? I mean, we just talked about the whole Morbius being re-released, <laughs> so I would say yes. So, yes, they are stupid. Yeah, we just talked about uh, No no Way Home, stupid movie. Yeah, I would say they huh? are. No, never mind. I'm just kidding. No, I call it 2016 because just no, no, differentiate between... That's its official title. I because thought, and then there's I the other there's a new one, the uh, Ghostbusters Paul Rudd. Oh, that's Afterlife. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's the not, title of yeah. it. Ghostbusters Paul Rudd. So, Answer the Call is a reboot. Answer the call, officially titled Ghostbusters 2016, but nobody wants to call it that, um, is a reboot, right? Because even though the original Ghostbusters that are alive are in it, 
and Harold Ramis is. How's that a spoiler? I haven't watched it. Okay. Or he hasn't seen the new one. No, 2016. Answer the call. Um, they shouldn't have answered that call. Um, I didn't. Yeah, clearly. I'm glad you didn't. Congrats. Bill Murray. Bill Murray's in it, right? Yeah, I think he's a taxi cab driver. So did Chris Hemsworth. And actually, what he is not a villain. Stop making that up. And actually, Harold Ramis. There's a bust of Harold Ramis in like the building. Okay. So he's even represented in the film. So all four of the Ghostbusters, I believe, appear at some point. Um, but they don't play the Ghostbusters. They're they're other characters. So that's why it's clearly yeah, reboot. But it is part of the multiverse, though. Are legacy sequels um all part of the multiverse now? I've heard sequ- I've heard a rumor about making a sequel to that movie, by the way. Hand to the Cole? Which one? Yep. Ghost Corpse, why? the new Ghostbuster Studio. Isn't that After... I mean, didn't we get something like that at the end of Ghostbusters Paul Red? Wait, yeah, we're not doing something in Ghostbusters Paul yeah, Red? What? Yeah, and Afterlife, yeah, but they, they opened up a whole studio for that. But this is a separate so thing called yeah. Ghost Corp. Two? Yeah. No, they opened up a whole studio for Ghostbuster movies. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah, so we're going to have two Ghostbuster universes exactly. at the same time. Yeah, because oh, actually wow. in the comics, they, they cross over. They do Ghostbusters, the real Ghostbusters, which is the cartoon, movie? crossing over with the movie Ghostbusters that we grew up with. Crossing over with the answer, the call team, and that's their official name, and then we and the extreme Ghostbusters from the sequel animated series. What has the multiverse done? If anything, they invented you have the so multiverse. much knowledge yeah, about th- this. Well, this was like reason. years ago. Yeah. Now, question: Should let are legacy sequels a good thing? Like, do we need them? Do we need them? Yes. We only need the good ones. <laughs> you can just say that about anything. Though. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need politics? Do we need politicians? We only need the good ones. Do we need lawyers, need doctors, them. teachers? We only need the good ones. Doc- oh, I said doctors already. Yeah. Um, because I f- I could be wrong, but I feel like they're more bad legacy sequels than they are good legacy sequels. I mean, I feel like there's more Everything. bad sequels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's four, like yeah. I feel like there's more bad movies than there are good movies. No, yeah. Cause I'm, is da- it a- I'm down with it because when they're great, they're great. But is but is, even if it would okay, but you don't know if it's gonna be great or not until it's released. So it, you run the chance of it ruining a franchise for yeah. you. And it's too much of a good thing. Yeah, a bad thing. Like sometimes shouldn't we let sleeping dogs lie? Yeah, you can. It's not my decision to make this movie. You can let it go, and I want. And if it sucks, it sucks. Okay. Okay, I agree. If it's great, I, it's I, great. I don't care. So you don't. Would you rather see an original concept, an original film, or? Would I rather see an original concept or original film? Yeah. Than a sequel. Yeah, sequel. A legacy sequel or a sequel in period? period. I mean, what hits harder home to you? Something that draws on the past, like a legacy sequel, or something that you're currently following? Like a a film franchise that has a new movie every couple of years. I think it depends on the franchise. But. Agreed. I mean, I think for right now, I think. I think that what the biggest comparisons are like what the MCU and something from before, like Star Wars, Star Wars is kind of coming back. But um, well, yeah, what would I? That's hard. Because even then, look at Star Wars, right? Yeah. They they we look at stuff like Kenobi. Are you happy that they're giving you more Kenobi, or would you prefer them for them to create new content like The Mandalorian? Which one are you enjoying more? I mean, I guess to find that answer, you just have to. Listen to our Patreon where we talk about it for 30 minutes per episode. 
But yeah, something like that. Star Wars, where they, where they would, you know, expand on the past rather than create something new. Like, what, what do you prefer? Okay, let's use that as an example. I feel like I'm enjoying the new Star Wars, but I feel like I would also enjoy if they just stopped making Star Wars. Is that is that weird? What do you mean by that? Like not make care. any more Star Wars content, or yeah. yeah, so no more Mandalorian. Okay, you broke me. I meant more like this legacy sequel. Cause here, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what I thought you meant. Because Mandalorian feels like a fresh... A fresh take. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, a new story in the world. But Obi-Wan is like really like preying on my nostalgia of the prequels and the OT, you know? And I think, I feel like Mandalorian doesn't do that. Do that, yeah. But that's what legacy se- movies, sequels do. They prey on your nostalgia. Yeah. And so- I mean, that's what the studio producers do, right? Yeah. But in reality for them, it's a cash grab. Many times, yeah. Many times, yeah. Even but, for these actors, it's a cash grab. Like, well, you were talking about Bill Murray and the original, and, and the Ghostbusters being in uh, Ghostbusters 2016. Uh-huh. Like, that's just money for them. Like, that was easy money for them. You pretty much, yeah. I know that Bill Murray especially was, like, really against it. Yeah. But then... I'm pretty sure they threw millions of dollars at you. Yeah, year. and he, he was like, as long as there's nothing important. Like, as long as it doesn't, like, contradict. Because he didn't want to come back at all. He didn't, yeah. Yeah, he didn't even want to come back for Afterlife. They really had to sell him on, on his role there. Good. Um, yeah, that's my problem with these legacy sequels. They, it's a cash grab, right? Yeah. It's not for the art; it's for the money. But and as and many times it ends up ruining a franchise. Yeah, but sometimes it could be for the art because these producers—they're human beings too. I know we look at movie producers like insane monsters who exist only for greed and selfishness. <laughs> but some of these people are people who grew up loving movies, mm-hmm. and they come into the industry. And look, I'm an executive at Warner Brothers now, you and have an we own. To touch upon that, exactly. We own all these properties. We can make this new yeah. for a whole new generation. And then you have characters like, because we're going to talk about, for example, The Matrix, right? Yeah. And how we felt about that movie. But for Keanu Reeves, it's an opportunity to go back and revisit that character mm-hmm. and play him one more time. Uh, he did the same thing with Bill and Ted. You know, coming back to these characters, man, I wonder where they are ten years later. You know, fifteen years later. So I do think it can be an artistic experience, um, especially if you get the original cast to come back. I mean, just look at Top Gun, you know? Who would have thought that you could make a sequel to that movie as good as the one that we got? I think in that, in the, in that regard, like, that's kind of like what gives me hope. for like, A new hope? <laughs> to not, like, necessarily just... Um, invalidate legacy sequels mm-hmm. like think that oh everything like, like Ling said everything's just gonna be a cash grab there's gonna be there's gonna be no care or love put into that movie it's just gonna be preying on your preying on your nostalgia but i feel like um maverick does a great job of avoiding certain beats that like typical um the stereotype like, the cliche yeah. yeah and and i mean you can tell that that movie is just it's well made and it's made with a lot of love like there's a lot there's a lot going into that and there was a lot of love from um tom cruise himself yeah yeah like the fact that he wanted this movie to be released in a movie theater and not streamed yeah. shows you how much he cares about the art of which i'm glad yeah and about the money My, yeah art and the money right <laughs> but i do agree it's it's many times it's it's for the art and sometimes you hit a you hit a gem like yeah. This movie, uh, Maverick, and like, wow, this is amazing. I'll give you another example of that. For me, Mad Max Fury Road yeah. is that. Me? It's you know, I've never seen that one. I didn't even know it was a, a sequel. I thought it was. Always, I always thought it was a reboot. How many people are gonna watch Maverick thinking the same thing? 
Like, or they're I not gonna even know. It's it's just a movie to them, you know. Obviously, with the archival footage, it's gonna. Hint. That'd be great. No, but that'd be great. Like, you've never heard of Top Gun. I mean, I, I went. I went with. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I went. I've never watched Top Gun. I guess really I've heard like, of it, but know, I didn't know much about it. I went. With I confused like, the movies, like I said in the last uh, last week. I went with family, or like really young, people, and like really, and like yeah, and like I went with like my nieces, cousins, and they they had never seen it, and then they walked out of Maverick. They were like my favorite movie of all time. Yeah, yeah. Let me watch the original one the, the next day. Oh, this isn't as good. <laughs> yeah, that is exactly what happened. But it is a product of its time. But I think this movie is a product of its time. Like what we can do in 2022. It's crazy because Top Gun was like the best movie they can make. And Mad Max was the same way. Like Mad Max, the original Mad Max is like guys in pickup trucks in Australia going through, (laughs) you know, driving through trailers. And it is what it is. Right. Low budget in its time and place. Then you get a big studio budget with Road Warrior. And that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Road Warrior is an amazing film. If you've never seen uh, Road Warrior, if you've only seen Fury Road or you haven't seen Fury Road, watch Road Warrior. It's a classic film. And then watch Mad Max Fury Road. So what is Fury Road? like? Fury is, Road? Is that the same character from Road Warrior? Is he the Road Warrior? He is the same character. Now, George Miller's vision of it is up to your interpretation because there are elements of it that directly reference Mad Max, Road Warrior, and Beyond Thunderdome, but do not follow the chronology of that film. The movie, if you had to place it somewhere, it seems somewhere after Road Warrior. It would make sense in Road Warrior if it wasn't for, like, I think it's like the knee brace that he gets from from Thunderdome and certain instances, some callbacks to Thunderdome, now, George Miller did not finish directing Thunderdome um, because of certain problems. I, I know one of the uh, producers died doing location scouting, and mm-hmm. Miller took it really hard, and the studio had a timeline, and they had to finish the film. And that third one is kind of a mess. Um, but he, George Miller still honors Thunderdome with some of those Easter eggs, but Thunderdome really doesn't make sense as like having taken place before Fury Road. So Tom Hardy... Is Mel Gibson? Yeah, he, yeah, he's Max. Is he's he older same. or younger? Yeah, he. I mean, he's older than he was in Road Warrior. I mean, is the same character older? Is he young? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think. He, I, okay, so again, because is is this a prequel? Or is it a sequel? Even amongst in, themselves, it's in between, right? Yeah, it's well, kind of in between, right? Isn't the Barbosa movie going to be a prequel? Furiosa. Furiosa. I'm sorry. <laughs> Barbosa. We're, like, we're getting uh, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, of the Caribbean prequel. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now that he won the defamation lawsuit, oh, he's never doing that. Again. Yeah, Barbo- that's not Barbosa, though. I know, we're like, what? We're getting Johnny back? Did we already got a movie that was just Johnny and Barbosa, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember how many parts. like movies. four or five. Yeah. Um, But Fury Road, it it's up to interpretation. Like, where it stands or if they're even all connected at all, you know? But you could say it's a sequel because it definitely is in line. Like, it's supposed to be the fourth Van mm. Max movie. That you watch, but it's not particularly worried about. Like, it almost feels like Max has just lost any sense of time living out there in the wilderness. And like, oh, what is it? It destroys the car too, but he has the car and the other one. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it literally contradicts the movies, but it's not in a like, oh, this was the studio choice or something. Because it's Miller back in the driver's seat. He made all of the Mad Max movies, so he's purposely contradicting his own movie. So. 
you could, it could be a soft reboot if you want, but it's very clearly in my mind part of this series, and it's excellent. It's amazing. It's I, no, it's one of the best. Aside from being one of the best action movies in recent memory for me, I think it's um, it's just a great film. It was nominated for best film, right? Probably. Now I'm almost certain. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But like, but I feel like this. I don't know. Maybe what I'm gonna say is blasphemous, but I feel like Maverick is in is on that level in the sense of like filmmaking wise. Oh maybe yeah, not, yeah. Maybe not like. Oh no, yeah. Well, no, I would, you can say this movie's probably this prob- this movie should be nominated for best picture. Oh wait, he, you're saying it's not, or it is? It is. It is. Oh, it's on the same level. No, I don't I think. think so. I don't think so. It's not. I don't know if it should be nominated for best film. That might be a little bit much because of the. I don't think it has the artistic touch that Fury Road has, but. And that's what that's what I mean. It's groundbreaking say. in filmmaking for sure. Technical yeah. awards, for me, uh, I think it deserves a technical. And award. I think it should be at least nominated for best picture. For me, I think it's it's on the same level. It's like this is one of the action movies that I will always remember. In like when when I think of action movies, these are like yeah, these are in the top five, top top ten. I think this movie's gonna be more significant for this generation than Top Gun was for. I mean, yeah. it was significant. Well, I think in its no, time, I definitely. I, think I agree, so too. yeah, because it's actually good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's sustained. The thing is that that Top Gun is such an '80s movie, and that period is so specific for the people watching it in real time. I don't think it sustains for years to come. This movie's just—I don't know how they're gonna make another movie like this. We have another legacy sequel coming up, and it's kind of part of a legacy series, Jurassic World. All right, I thought you were gonna say Avatar. That's not. No, a... I was also exp- I was bracing myself for. Yeah. Oh, I-, I thought about Last Airbender. No, no, but... no, the blue people. Yeah, yeah, them too. The Navi. But this, this, but that will be a series, right? So far, we only have yeah. one movie of Avatar. Jurassic World. We had three whole movies, then a series of time passed, and then we have this new series. Do you think this we needed this series? No, I don't. What do you guys think? I like Are they books? Pat. They're books, right? No, they're the not Jurassic books. World Jurassic Park. Is- Jurassic Park. The first movie is based on a Michael Crichton, Crichton, Crichton novel. Michael Keaton. Nope, Michael Keaton did not write. <laughs> uh, but it's like almost. It's nothing like the book. Like the book is like very science heavy. Very. It's not an action, you know, book like this. Like the movie is. And then after that, it's just all made of mumbo jumbo. Like oh, okay. Jurassic Park two, Jurassic Park three. They suck, in my opinion. I liked two as a kid, but I've grown to f- figure out that I was stupid. Um, three is just horrible. I hated it when it came out. And I I liked this reboot. What was the first one called? Jurassic, Jurassic World? World. Jurassic, Jurassic World, World, yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. I thought it was dumb fun. It wasn't like excellent filmmaking the way that Spielberg was with Jurassic Park. But I was like, I'll take it. But the last one was horrible. Dominion was bad. Yeah, Dominion. That's the new one coming up. Is it? Yeah, I think Fallen. Kingdom. No, no, the oh. the new one is Fallen Kingdom. What? Yeah, Dominion was the second one. No, Dominion's the new one, guys, coming out. Fallen Kingdom was because we we just had this argument too. Yeah, and you lost it that time also. <laughs> I'm gonna lose it again. New but one? I'm gonna check. The new one is called Dominion. Fallen Kingdom was called that because remember that they led us to believe that it was about the island. Volcano erupting and the dinosaurs were all going to be Dang it. killed. I lost again. Yeah. You're right. But in the first act of the movie, that happens. And then they'll put them in a house yeah. for the rest of the movie. 
And we're like, what? Why was that the fallen kingdom? Because the twist is that the fallen kingdom is Earth. Because now the dinosaurs, thanks to that little girl who's a clone. <laughs> what was that about, bro? <laughs> you know, I forgot that. Yo, that movie I don't remember this I movie ha- at all. So that movie made a billion dollars. <laughs> Danny Danny was saying that um My boy Chris Pratt. That he lost his argument recently because I had to explain to him the plot of Fallen Kingdom and he didn't remember any of it. I don't it. remember. The I only really thing I remember no about idea. it was that I watched it with some friends and before the movie started. I farted out loud. <laughs> Everyone in the theater laughed. That's and I thought, that, I thought was, that was a good one. Was and that's all I remember. Let's <laughs> say you blacked out after? Yeah, I pretty much. That, that fart knocked me out. The whole movie took place in a house. house it was I, like yeah. they didn't want to pay for a set. It's a Jurassic World movie. What's the matter with you? Like, But bro, Dominion, this I, new I movie, really preys a lot remember. more on your uh, nostalgia because this... everyone's coming back. I understood the minions. Endgame. The minions, isn't it? <laughs> this is the last <laughs> the Jurassic movie they're making. Jurassic Park, the minions. Oh, I kind of want to watch that. I believe it is the last one. <laughs> this is the last Jurassic Banana. movie they're making that we know of. Yeah. That we know of. You, I don't believe that for. A, a but that minute. one's bringing back everyone. I haven't seen the trailer. Can they're you believe all, that? That's gonna, how mad I am. They're about all going to die. Yeah, they brought it's back Endgame. the old grumpy guy. You mean Grant? Grant. I, forget, I don't know his name. Yes, Grant. Uh, they brought the blonde lady and from Star Wars that you don't like. Laura I mean, Dern. why? That's not me. I'm fine with her. What? You don't like Laura. What's her Holdo? name? Laura Dern. Yeah. I, you don't like Laura Dern. Oh, I don't like Laura Dern. There you go. Yeah. No, I do like her. She's good. no. You're making me say this. Yeah. right now. Nah, you're the one that told me. Why you don't did like you Laura get Dern. into that? I like Laura Dern. There's just something I don't like how she shows up in these franchise movies. Like, I think she's a great like actress in quote unquote real movies, but. It's wow. weird for her to show up in Star Wars. That's I, that's just me. She feels out of place when she shows. And then yeah. I'll, it also brings back Wars our king, not a real uh, movie. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, but Jeff Goldblum's already come back. And tri- he was in Fallen Order. He tricked me. Like they put mm. him in the trailer, and then he was Fallen Order. He's in, fa- he's in the video game. <laughs> Dang, Yo, that's crazy. He's in Fallen Order. He's in Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> he, he's the. He's, he's in a, Fallen Order Kingdom Dominion. He's the seventh brother. <laughs> I would have taken him in Fallen Order. Ah, That'd be yes. Awesome. <laughs> Let me see. Cow. He's an Cow. inquisitor. <laughs> mm, yes. I have Lord Vader, I agree. <laughs> he just makes awkward mm-hmm. looks and doesn't say anything. <laughs> the mighty Thord you got. Lightsaber. <laughs> sword. He calls it. My bad. <laughs> Laser sword. He just calls it. Laser sword. Um, yeah, who else? There's one more. There's three of them, isn't there? Oh, yes. The, the Goldblum. Yeah. This will be the... Grant. Grant, yeah. You think they're gonna get? You think they're gonna bring back uh, little kid Vince Vaughn? No, the guy that gets taken by Pterodactyl. <laughs> they should bring back Vince Vaughn, the guy who gets Willem Dafoe. Nivola, Nivola, what's his name? William Ale- H Macy, Alessandro Nivola. You remember no, in three no. where the guy gets taken by pterodactyls? Three. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't remember yeah. three, man. I just remember the Raptors talk. That's the one I remember the most because I think I had toys for that. They should have cloned. Jeff Goldblum in Fallen Order. <laughs> Fallen Order? Dang it, Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> and even in that movie, you know, put him in it. Well, I pitched to Danny what would get me back into Jurassic World is if they bring back this the cast. Meteors. <laughs> they bring back this cast. They, they get me Vince Vaughn. They get me William H. Macy from I do want three. Vince Vaughn. They bring, and then they have like a voice recording left behind from the kids on the Netflix show Camp Crustaceous. Like they cross oh, over the animated series and just do like an end game style Jurassic World. That that's the only they thing just I'm willing to all accept. ride the dinosaurs and fight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just humans. That awesome. dinosaurs. I hope you know that's what's gonna happen in this movie. Okay, now you am that I sounds awesome for Dominion. I'm yeah. sold. For what? Oh, it's this week, isn't it? 
It is this week. I will be away. I will not be oh, here for that. Oh, saved by the bell. <laughs> yeah, actually, that that is literally like Providence. It's I cannot. I don't fathom. know. Jeff Goldblum's in it. Just running he away. He was in the last one too. In Fallen Order. <laughs> I want to watch that. Play that. Fallen Order. Play that with Jeff Goldblum. We talked a little bit about Ghostbusters, uh, 2016, aka Answer the Call. But we recently watched. Ghostbusters. Yeah, this past year in March. Afterlife. November. Yeah. It was in November. November. My bad. Dang, that's right. Yeah, because we were recording. Wow, it's been a while. We were recording right? an episode and then we just ran away. Oh. Yes, yes. That movie's great. That movie was sure. fantastic. I thought I liked it a lot too. You know? I just had one compl- complaint about. Not the movie. enough Paul Rudd. Not enough Paul Rudd. I thought it was too much Paul Rudd. No man. You nope. know what they should have? If you haven't watched the movie, I'm going to spoil this for you, but. The the ghost of Harold Ramis should have been. That's on, a big. That's on, a big spoiler. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on, yeah. Uh, well, if you haven't, this movie's no, great, man. Big. It this movie does this is a great legacy sequel. Yeah, this one because it it pays homage that, to that legacy. Yes, because see, Egon is my favorite Ghostbuster. Same. Um. So the fact that they give Harold Ramis, you know, a proper goodbye, that was awesome. But <laughs> they should have kept him by having the ghost of Harold Ramis. Uh, possess Paul Rudd. <laughs> His character. That so might that be. Paul Rudd could just play Egon? In the yeah, future? exactly. Then it would be like Wonder Woman 84. I don't know. You don't, yeah, oh, no. Consensually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he asks first. <laughs> Paul, Paul Rudd's just like, <laughs> like can yeah, I, yes, I want to lose can I, can I? Can you possess me? And then Egon just, no, man. you know, nods his head because he can't talk. Nah, I love how it gives finality to it. I, I love it. That was so good. I was also scared while I was watching this movie because I knew that for years Bill Murray had said he would he wouldn't agree to be in a Ghostbuster sequel unless he had died, unless he was a ghost. And you thought he was gonna die? Yeah, and yeah. I was like, no, no. And then when he shows up in the flesh, I'm like, yes, he's alive. And then I was afraid he was and then gonna he was die. He's gonna die. Yeah, but the fact that he shows up in real life and also survives. Uh, spoiler. The fact uh, that they all came back together. Maybe that's the key to a good legacy sequel where getting the band back together, getting the band back Rise together, but, but, together. Yeah, but, but, but having that. them think you're going to die, but then they don't die. Cause that's what happens in, um, Maverick. You think he's going to, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think it works sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. It all depends on the story you're telling. Like for example, um, in the in the Force Awakens and in the Star Wars oh, sequels, I don't like that. I don't like that. they didn't get the band back together. Yeah. Every movie has like a different one. Bruh. They never all meet. They all and die. then they kill all of them. That was ridiculous, man. So, that is that is a complaint I have. Yeah. I can't believe they did that, man. I really can't. Sometimes you should And I get like, Harrison Ford was like, I'm dying in this next one. I don't care. Yeah, like, then he showed up again anyways, though. He was in the third one. I know. Yeah. Would you consider um Ghostbusters the original to be a comedy? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's a straight comedy film. Yeah. But because I'm thinking of you know you know me I love my comedies, I'm thinking of comedy legacy sequels. Yeah. Um, would Ghostbusters Paul Rudd? That's not a comedy though. Stop calling it that. I'm sorry. It is a comedy. It is a comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. It's yeah. like a little darker yeah. comedy. So it's Ghostbusters. I think it's yeah. this is darker than 
So what, about, what? This was darker than Adam? Ghostbusters 2 with Vigo? What? Yeah, this is just as dark. So if this is a comedy, that then... I was about can to you... sacrifice a baby. Because my thing is that... My only problem with like, when I said too much Paul Rudd was because like that scene where like he, he runs, meets up. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's way too comedy, but yeah. Go ahead. So can you... Because in my opinion, I don't think that comedy legacy sequels work well. I don't think I've seen a good one. Afterlife. Could this be like, yeah. yeah? Could this be the one that's actually good? Like, yeah, because it's a genre. Yeah. Genre, exactly. Because yeah. the other one that I was thinking of, you know, all these uh, comedy legacy sequels like Zoolander Two. I haven't yeah. seen it, but I heard that it missed the mark. It was very bad. Right, Coming to America. Fire I never two. got to see it, but I heard it missed the mark. Oh, like, I heard some people liked it. I thought it was fine. I heard it missed the mark as well. Anchorman. They got two. nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, bro. For, for for costume design. <laughs> yeah, well, they did a great job with the wardrobe. Yeah. Um. Avatar was nominated for an Oscar. Anchorman, is that what you were gonna say? Yes, Anchorman. Say Avatar is a comedy. I know Avatar was nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Doesn't make it a great movie. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Um. I I don't know. I have to fact check that, but he seems pretty sure that it was. So I didn't know it was. For what? I wouldn't be surprised. Avatar. But yeah. Also, I didn't. Know oh, you talk about Avatar, like the blue. Avatar. Yeah, man, this is they gotta do something. They gotta about do this. something about this. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 that's what, no, that's what the I mean. last like, Airbender. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I think Avatar was an achievement in visual yeah. arts. Yeah, yeah. was yeah. that what it got nominated for? Yeah, no, it it got it, it, it even got nominated. It did not get nominated for best picture. It did. You keep saying this. Let's find out. I'm pretty sure it got nominated because I was, I was mad about that. No, I got mad because it's the most. Oh no, money no, no, no! Ever. I think it was nominated. I thought they were going to win too, win. but yeah, yeah, I know it didn't win. We've, but ar- I thought we've it... argued about whether it won or not. It Anyways, win. I think the only before you know coming to the conclusion that Afterlife was the best a comedy sequel. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Anchorman Two was. Uh, I, I like Anchorman. I like too. it, but it's not as good as Anchorman One. Yeah, but have, you I... ever, have you ever seen Wake Up, Ron Burgundy? No, it's a, it's it, I mean, I, I, I've i seen it. Yeah, it's yeah. a remix of. Yeah. Yeah. So I already had like a like, I don't want to say lackluster because it's funny, but it's like I've already had like a, you know, like a unnecessary quote unquote sequel to Anchorman. So my expectations were not like Anchorman yeah. level going into Anchorman too. But that's the thing, though, because I don't think that comedy sequels do well. For the most part, for the yeah. most part, they don't because maybe the jokes don't age well. Maybe. What are some examples? Of jokes not aging well? I'm no, not. I, no, specifically, no. Of, I uh, of, of comedy sequels that didn't work. <laughs> Zoolander 2? Okay, just that one. And any uh, like, uh, uh, let me go to my list here. Bro, Avatar was nominated for nine Academy Awards. Yeah. I just saw that. I mean... Ghostbusters 2016. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I mean, I think Avatar is a good movie that I don't like. I just don't... I understand why people like it. I just don't understand why people are in love with it. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, it was it was visually stunning for its time, especially if you saw it in three. There are people that watch Avatar and I really hope this next they cry because good. at the end of the movie because they realize, oh man, I could never live in this world. <laughs> you know these people in real life. I saw it. We, Danny and I saw it in an yeah. episode of uh, How, How to with to? John Wilson. Uh, what do you mean? so good man like what do you mean what i mean they can never live in this world yeah, yeah. like they, they it's so amazing, amazing to, them to them that, that they wish that that's what the real world was yeah like. they know they the language and stuff. just go to disney dog that's true that's annual true. pass that's what they should only do. a couple thousand it's not dollars. the same but why you don't have it? to survive after dirt <laughs> yeah you do yeah you could almost fall off the ride <laughs> yeah and you can that's, get, t- that's quite a tumble <laughs> you can and you can just eat those pangu uh like uh pastry 
Those like pastelitos. Are they blue? <laughs> you can what? live off of pastel. Are they blue? Are they blue? Like, do they have blue guava? No, they have. I think it's just no, regular no. white. It, <laughs> it's it's cheese and mango. Oh, yeah, it's cheese and mango? Man, I was it mango? In a while. I'm pretty sure it was mango. So comedy, comedy legacy it. sequels? Yeah, why don't they ever do well? Suck. You mean um, that one that one bad one that you mentioned? I'm pretty no, think about it. There's more. There's more. You Are know, they why a lot don't of they ever do sequels though? Well I think I named that one. Bill and I've Ted made, I heard was good, but none of us watched none it. None of those just yeah. I heard it was good. We should Which probably is a shame because I really like oh, Keanu man, Reeves really? now. Then the John Wick. We've been forever needing to watch the Bill and Ted movies and or Empire Strikes Back theatrical. And like we just haven't because there's so much stuff to watch. It's hard to go back. When are we getting a Ferris Bueller legacy? Like with his son? Even then, I. Or or actually, he it could just be him because he like looks almost exactly the same. Now he's finally started aging. With the no, he's hair. starting to age. Yeah, but you know, I would but like we have to CGI see that with his son. We have CGI. Oh no, let's not do that. Yeah, let's I'm do it like Professor age. X. What are some other legacy legacy sequels that are out there? Well, Space Jam is that that's a comedy. That's yes, but that also. That's my point that, that it did not hit yeah. that it missed the mark. I, I haven't it seen it. Fine. It was a really good commercial for Warner Brothers properties. See, uh, it was a commercial. I didn't see it. I, I didn't see Michael Jordan in it. Yeah. Well, that's true. We don't like LeBron as much it as we like not, Michael Jordan. I see. Can not continue on the. I thought Dwayne Wade was going to be in it, and that's why I'm like, I'm watching it. Dwayne Wade's going to be there. Then I heard he wasn't <laughs> in it, and I'm like, what's the point of this? Yeah. You haven't seen it? No, he hasn't. No. I saw it on a cruise. Good on you, man. I, listen, I was starting for content to watch with my niece during the pandemic, so it, it hit just fine for me. She had just watched the first Space Jam, and she was like, I don't want to watch this. This is boring. This is slow. Michael Jordan's playing baseball, but once the Looney Tunes show up, she was down to clown. Mm. So, Which one did she like more? I mean, I think... LeBron? Probably. Because it was just like more exciting, more oh, high no. energy. Do we have to cancel my our niece? No, because it's also you gotta think with, with little kids. <laughs> she's she's like I'm what? sorry. She's like what? She's not even seven. She's not even seven at that time. No, but it was like last year before her birthday, so she wasn't even. I knew better. seven yet. I knew better. No, because you gotta think. So she's like with these little kids, like it just all is Space Jam. You you guys are a generation that like all oh, the prequels are Star Wars. You know what I mean? Like you just have to. Who's when, you guys? I don't know. <laughs> I'm adding somebody here. Whoever, <laughs> let he who has ears listen and understand. If it applies to you, then, then basically, like if you're born and there's nine Star Wars movie, it's all Star Wars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you got to respect that. Like to them, they didn't grow up. Here's this thing, and then this thing came out after. The prequels are Star Wars. So like they're just R two Space Jam movies for a kid. You know, growing up now, they don't nah, care tell, that one was in '95 and one was like. Tell her MJ's the goat and LeBron. Yeah, well, we we watched uh the last dance with with her. <laughs> what? Oh, wow! <laughs> Here you go. So she how did, did she... <laughs> so she could educate herself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Teach. She her. had a lot of questions though. The greatest sports personality <laughs> yeah. of all time. Was she like, did she take it personally? After? She did. Yeah. Um. You know, a legacy sequel that I mean, I haven't watched this one because everyone tells me not to watch it. But the legacy Blade sequel, Runner. A, a legacy sequel <laughs> that ruins the legacy of doesn't necessarily ruin it. You get me. But it, it, it puts a, an asterisk on Tarnishes? that. On that an legacy. asterisk, the word of the asterisk day. Asterisk on that legacy. You know asterisk. I mean? um, Avatar. Is Godfather Part 3? 
Um, yes, because yes. Godfather Part One and Two are masterpieces, right? You haven't they, seen the Godfather Part Two, but I, okay. I mean, do I need to watch it to know it's a masterpiece? Like, no, it's you on, don't. Exactly, it's on the AFI's. But uh, you do need to watch what? it, though. What? No, yeah, watch the movie. What I know, I know, about? I know, I know. But do I need to know? Watch it? No, because because it's <laughs> to know. Wait, no, no. Nah, what do you? You see? cut it off at that point. He means, do I need to he, watch it? No. <laughs> does he need to watch it to know it's a masterpiece? No, he, he knows. It's I a know it's a masterpiece. Yeah, but yes, he needs to watch. it. I need to watch it. Yeah, but because I mean, I'm waiting for you to. I, you're not cut. waiting. I told you I already have the cut. It's okay. here. Let's do that right now. <laughs> okay. Let's wrap this up. Um, But does it ruin the Godfather saga or series? I don't think it ruins it. You just ignore it like I do with everything that's Star Wars now. Mm. You just ignore it. There's Godfather 1 and 2, and that is a legacy sequel. Takes because years, like what? No, it takes 10? like, yeah, it takes like 10 years for them to make the to third make one. It and... And uh, yeah, and it sucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, just like Rocky One, Rocky Two, Rocky Three, Rocky Four, and Rocky Balboa, and then you go on to Creed. That's correct. I love every si- I love every single Rocky movie. Even Is five? that a real thing? Even we're not we're not I talking about the yeah, one we don't, don't talk care. about, right? Even five. The street fight. There's five. Danny understood it so well that he doesn't know about <laughs> the one we don't no, talk no, about. No, I'm afraid that he might. Not. I actually, what, I actually didn't know there was a fifth one. What the what? machine? Tommy Gun? The machine gun? It's the I don't reason why. Yeah, Rocky's a trainer. He has like a brash up and coming like rookie, but then he gets swayed by the the allure of the bright lights, and then he turns on Rocky, and Rocky has to beat his butt in the street. And there's not even a boxing fight at the end. Like, yeah, okay, then I don't love. We don't talk about that one. Oh, so I, okay, I okay, I don't love them all. Where, Oops. where? You've never seen this? I, I all right. I don't know. I guess not. Tomorrow when you come in, all plans are canceled. No, watching no, 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 no. We're watching stop. The Godfather. Don't do it. We're watching The Godfather. No. Don't do it. Wait, wait. Is is Cobra Kai a legacy sequel? Even if it's a show? I mean, it's a TV show, but but yeah, it's it's the same vein. Yeah, sure. We're not going to talk what about, about it. What about Toy Stories 3 and 4? Toy Story 3 is a legacy sequel. It's, it's like, I think a decade after uh, Toy Story yeah. 2, mm-hmm. but it caps off the trilogy. So yes, it is. But the one that really feels like a legacy sequel is four. Four, yeah. Because it's like far ahead. We've moved on from the main story. You know, it's a new chapter and we're building like, speaking of which, were they building for a Toy Story 5? Is that happening? It could be. Yeah. One without Woody, right? Well, yeah. One without Woody. Right? Which, which then we get a Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. A Buzz without Woody. Yeah. Aren't we getting that? We, exactly. That's what I meant. Yeah. We're getting the Lightyear movie yeah. without Woody. Is, is that Toy a legacy prequel? Is that a legacy? No, it's not a prequel because this is. Okay. Is that a legacy? No, it's not. not <laughs> legacy it's multiverse. Not anything? Yeah, no. multiverse. Well, Andy did see that movie apparently. Yeah. Well, but did so, Andy see the cartoon, Star the Star Command, or did he see? Oh, I did no, like no. The movie. director said that Andy saw this. Movie. This movie. Okay, so this is the movie that Andy saw, and then there was a cartoon, right? Which is the cartoon that we saw. That is still not on Disney Plus. Justice for Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. When why are you putting not? it on? Where is it? That movie, show was so yeah, that, why is it not there? That and Aladdin, the animated series, are just like just been gone for the years. Where? We, nobody knows. They never existed. People have just been clamoring. Mandela lost like, it? Like, I don't know. Disney, so. if you have it, please. They buried it with Walt Did Disney. Did you lose it in the fire? Give it to us. <laughs> they froze it with Walt Disney. They froze it with Walt Disney. <laughs> that's, a, that's a blatant lie. He's supposed to be thawing pretty soon, though. No? Is it on a timer? It's not just like... <laughs> yeah, it was like a... Forever? It's like a prophecy or something. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate. What yeah, the Egyptians reading? predicted it. Buzzfeed. So, 
Balboa. Balboa's a right. Yeah, Balboa's a legacy sequel, right? Because yeah. it takes place. And then Creed again. And then Creed is another legacy. Yeah. Creed is awesome. Uh, Creed is great. great. Creed is great. What about Creed Two? I haven't seen it. What? <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> Were you in California? Yeah. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Nah. I when he misses stuff like halfway across the country without us, I understand. Yeah, what am I supposed to do? Yeah, watch it I don't know. Myself? I was across the world and I was still catching up. I was still watching everything. Did you watch Wreck It Ralph too? I did, but I don't think that was in California. Oh, they came out the same day. I did oh, watch Wreck It wow. Ralph too. That's because Wreck It Ralph has a special place in my heart. Yeah, but Wreck It Ralph Two doesn't. Were you right? disappointed? It by does the not. One? Yeah, yeah it kid sucked. That was not a legacy. I don't sequel. think it sucked. That's I thought it. it was fine, but it, was it, fine, it yeah. didn't live up to. Yeah. Wreck It Ralph One. I liked it, but that's not. Canon it's like Anchorman Two. I liked it. It didn't live up to Anchorman Two. Yeah. Would you? Okay. When you get a sequel like that, and this is a little bit of a sidetrack because they're not legacy sequels. Well, I guess Anchorman is. Yeah. When you get a sequel like that that doesn't live up to it, would you have rather not had it, or are you just happy? To revisit those characters in that world. Yeah, that's what I brought up earlier. It depends. I think for me, if it's not going to be up to par, I would rather not have them made it, make it. Because mm. um, then it just dampers it. I'm like, oh, I'll think, it, I'll think back to it. Oh, it's not as good. I got maybe a few laughs, a few, you know, some joyful moments out of it. But I would prefer for them not to made it. So they shouldn't have made the new Men in Black international yeah oh, i definitely think that yeah. should not have been made no. they shouldn't make i mean they're probably not going to make it now is that franchise the, old, the new Hemsworth? yeah fire you, is that a joke actually i don't think i've seen that one <laughs> lincoln doesn't watch movies um i think the last one i watched <laughs> he doesn't was, watch sequels he doesn't believe them the last one i watched was but what, i mean it's good for him yeah, because like, I'm. T- yeah, because all of these are bad. All yeah, of, most I, of them are bad. Exactly. I <laughs> I don't want a damper. Link wasn't gonna even watch Top Gun. I mean, that's true. He I wasn't. wasn't. Bro, I. But I also have never seen Top Gun, Gun, so I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Or we would have. None of us would have gone. None of us would have for, for you. Yeah. you saved. We would have gone eventually because, like, oh, everyone says it's great. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But because of you. We're, we were there opening night. Exactly. We knew it was. We knew it was. People great were asking first. me. They're like, "Hey, you excited about Top Gun?" And I was like, "Why would I be excited about Top Gun? It was just a movie in the '80s." And then they were disappointed. And then I tried to, but 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 I the new one's gonna be good. I try to make them feel better, but I guess. <laughs> but I was like, I am going opening night because I, I also think it depends on like the relationship with the previous body of work. I enjoyed the heck out of that movie when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. But see, you don't even have to to enjoy the new one. That's what's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it. that's what makes it special. That should be the goal. I think that's what makes it special for me because, I mean, the same thing goes for Mad Max. I don't have to know anything about the Mad Max universe. That's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. Man, man, man. Yeah. That's good. Good to know. What about... Wait, you Wait, you said you haven't seen Mad Max Fury Road? No, I haven't. Man. That's such a great list of films. Well, You've was... seen Road Warrior? Uh, I see. <laughs> In Telemundo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I count it. Okay. <laughs> but I don't remember it. Okay. I mean, I would recommend watching Road Warrior at least. You don't need Mad Max yeah. or... or yeah, well, Road Warrior, you're doing yourself a service. Let's yeah, Road Warrior is yeah, excellent. Film. So good. I got to check that out. Um, every, you know, every every movie from this franchise, in my opinion, comes that I'm going to announce, seems like... A, <laughs> you're going to announce a new movie? Right? <laughs> no, 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 that I'm going to mention. Well, you're seems announcing like a world legacy, premiere. Seems like it's a legacy sequel because it the movie's just, you know, ha- come up... Before like, Sunrise. Uh... That's, okay, yeah. that one's every movie is a legacy. legacy. Oh man, I'm talking about uh, Terminator, the Terminator franchise. 
Um, oh, yeah. Because they take so long to, to be made, and time progresses as well. Yeah. We did the math on this when we were like researching for this episode. It feels like every 10 years is a Terminator movie. They're almost all about six years apart, which is longer than usual. Um, but Terminator 3 was 10 years after... Um, Wait, how many Terminator Two? How many years is T- Terminator Two from Terminator One? He two is it's, what year? It's like it's a ten years, right? It's like eighty three, ninety two. So I think it's like T two nine nine. Really? No, it's less than that. I looked it up. What year is T two? T two's ninety two, and T one. Man, yeah. it's got to be like eighty four. So I think it's like eight years. Okay. You know, it's seven or eight years because I remember because they did not hit like the ten year mark, and I was very surprised. Because those two movies if, feel worlds apart. Because of the technology. The technology, yeah. and the, the technology and the budget. But then T3 uh, is... 1980, 1984, then 1991. And then they go about six, five or six in between after that. But every time they make a new Terminator movie, it's like a reboot. Like it ties in, quote unquote, to the other movies. But like Salvation ignores three. And then three, which, three was the first one I saw. Are you really? Yeah. And then I went back and saw two and I was like, man, this is so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I said two was the first one I saw. So it was all downhill from there. Yeah. Because I went back and saw one, and I was like, oh, this is good, but like this doesn't compare. Yeah. But at least I get it. This is where we came from. You know? It was like Road Warrior I saw first, and then I saw Mad Max. I mean, I was also like seven Yeah, when I watched that movie. Yeah, I was way too young to watch that movie. Like, man, Arnold's butt. <laughs> in, in Terminator <laughs> 1, you get more than Arnold's butt. Oh, that's true. If you, if you look closely, you know, the heavy shadows on that thing. Um, but then, Hey, show me your leadership capabilities. <laughs> pretty good. But then, Gen- yeah, it's really good. It's 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 not your typical stereotypical, you know, Arnold impersonation. It's- <laughs> I had gravitas. Yeah. I I literally uh, listened to I was I was listening to an episode of of Conan's podcast, oh. and where he got Bill Hader to be in it, and he ended up sharing a story of him and Arnold, and he says Arnold tells Bill Hader, who was a PA at the time, "Go look for this person. Show me your leadership capabilities." Oh, sounds amazing. I wish he would. Give me that charge. But anyways, each, like Genesis, then contradicts Salvation, and then... I never saw that one. That's the one with uh, the, uh, Khaleesi? No, that's... Oh, yeah, that is the one with Khaleesi, yeah. Where they recast everyone. Who it's... is she? She's uh, Laura Croft. <laughs> <laughs> she's Sarah Connor? Yeah, she's Sarah Connor. She's Sarah Connor? Yeah, she's Sarah what? Connor. What? Can you believe that? What? Yeah. I haven't seen the last two. I saw, I saw the last one. I oh, Dark Fate. One. I like Dark Fate. Like it was Dark fine. Fate. It was fine in the way where I already gave up waiting for a great Terminator sequel. So, like, it being fine, I enjoyed it. It was good. Yeah. It was fine. It was close. It was as close to a real Terminator 2 sequel, which everybody's been lying to me that the next Terminator movie is. So, like, basically, Salvation 3, Salvation, Genesis, and Dark Fate are all sequels to Terminator 2. What was Genesis about? Genesis was trying to like reboot the timeline and create like an alternate timeline. Yeah. So it like they go They're back so complicated. They go back to Terminator One and just change the events of Terminator One, which is blasphemy, especially when you find out what they change it to. 
Like John Connor becomes Skynet and he's the bad guy. What? Yeah, that's right. I spoiled it. Is this a definition of a cash grab, this whole? Yeah. Ever since yeah, Terminator. Oh, yeah, because every time, almost every time it's a new studio doing it, they're constantly selling the Terminator franchise and a new studio is funding the movie. Aww, and they're like, that's kind of sad. Yeah, it is kind of sad. It's really sad because Terminator 2 is one of the best movies of all time. Yeah, I want someone to, you know, take it dun, in. Dun, dun, and dun, dun, now, question. Care for it. Uh, talking about legacy, a sequels, a movie that has the word legacy in it, Tron Legacy. Yeah. What do you guys think of Tron Legacy? Because I remember watching it and I did not like it. Really? Yeah. Oh, why didn't you like it? You never seen Tron? I had seen I had seen Tron. Oh, I watched yeah. Tron before this, which I'm like, Ugh, that terrible. must have been hard to watch. <laughs> yeah, because I went yeah. back to watch how, it. How did like, you do that? I watched, I watched the original it? Tron first. I'm like, okay. <laughs> what was this? What movie? is this I movie? Saw, I still I don't saw, get. It. I saw it when I was a kid, and I'm like. I don't know why people I love I, this. I just overlooked it. Like yeah. I just didn't. I was think like, cool. I, well, I thought cool. I don't remember anything about it. And then I went back. Like I saw Tron Legacy. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what the original Tron looks like now. I went back and I'm like, bro, this looks bad. Yeah. I was like, I sat through this as a kid. This looks bad. It was. I had to turn it off. I couldn't finish it. I think I did, but it was unwatchable. It was. I think it was like yeah. torture for my wife. It was unwatchable. I like I. What did I do? I don't think I had such a great experience the first time I watched *On Legacy* because I was, like I said, I was in yeah. Guam at the time. I, I wasn't like really in, like the theaters weren't as accessible, I guess. Um, so I had had it on my laptop, and then I watched it like I was still jet lagged from the plane ride. Uh-huh. It was re- pretty relatively like recent since I got there, so I'd watched it, and I was it was like at five in the morning, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And then I watched it over the pandemic and I was like man I actually really enjoy this movie and I for- and one of the things that got me to watch it was I had heard a song from the soundtrack from the score that Daft Punk does yeah get lucky like, oh, that- this is amazing it was not get lucky <laughs> and so I it went- was one more time <laughs> and so I go back and I listen to it and I'm like I actually enjoy this movie and the music is one of my favorite scores but yeah, I have a special place in my heart for this because your dad loved Tron growing up. And I think he just convinced me that Tron was awesome. But the thing that's cool about Tron is like the concept. Yeah. The bikes, yeah. the planes, you know what I mean? The whole, especially for that time period growing up in the 80s, early 90s, um, just the whole like what we now know as retro was like what was in. And it was just, it was so cool. But then Tron Legacy comes out. And I'll remember that, like, my cousins, they were just scrolling through my movies, like, in the digital platform. And they're like, hey, what's this? Press play. And they didn't know anything about it. And they loved it. And the fact that they loved it was, like, one of the, like, older movies for mm-hmm. them, which it's still a family movie. But it's, like, live action and, like, has, like, actual action. It's not a cartoon. It's not, like, for little kids. And it just blew them away because they had never seen a movie like that before. And then they were like, this is awesome. And then that made me love it. And then like uh, Flynn and Cora, they come out for Disney Infinity. And my niece loves playing with those toys and loved playing with those characters in the game. And it's just more like everything around Tron Legacy made Tron Legacy like super good for me. Yeah. And I mean, I think one of the big things, I mean, we mentioned it before. One of the big things that has to go deals with these legacy sequels is that nostalgia aspect. Yeah. That factor that. I think sometimes um, it hurts a film more, but sometimes it can really add to it. I don't know. I have a certain, like, I like a special place with certain things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just seeing the differences and especially when a lot when a, when a long period of time has passed and you still get like similar like like the same character and you really do get to see um how this character's changed or grown and it's like because to me like even growing up myself like even 10 years in my own life i i can real i can see the experiences that i've gone through how much i've changed how mm-hmm. much time has passed for me and it's like to me it's like oh that's cool they they were able to get someone to come back obviously there's money and stuff like that but i was like it's cool for in certain instances where a character gets to come back and and relive um and tell a different story sometimes the story will be good sometimes it, it won't be sometimes it'll be pretty cheap or just have nothing to do um with this with a new direction sometimes they try to do the same old thing and that's kind of like i teetered the line <laughs> with star wars a bit because that was like i mean it's star wars it's it's one of my favorite it's part of my favorite franchise yeah and that was kind of like seeing like uh, han again seeing leia again and barely seeing luke again um that was special for me to see that again especially like because the Star Wars that we had gotten before that was the prequels. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't really get the, the original actors. Right. And so seeing them again, I was like, oh and man, you, this is special. And you know what? Maybe that's the difference there when we talk about it not being legacy. Because even though you are revisiting the characters, you're it's ver- it's more devoid of like what you liked about the originals. Yeah, no. Because, I mean, the same thing with, with Top Gun. It was like... It w- it's not like Top Gun had like a super deep meaning when I watched it as a kid. It was just uh-huh. dudes flying jets and acting super cool or whatever. But then wa- watching it like um, watching Maverick and seeing like um, a similar shot that he has um, that Tom Cruise has on his bike. Uh-huh. And he's just like that shot of like him like getting away, like escaping trouble, which is kind of like the, how they place it in the original movie. He like he gets out of trouble. And he's just like riding his bike and it's the shot of his face and he's just smiling and had like the guy's just free. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I don't know why, like it's just something that's impactful for me from the original one mm. that that they have a shot like that in the new one. And I was like, man, this is so like, I don't know why. It's just so nice to me and having the music in the background that they play. It's just one of those things where I think it's individual for everyone. Like what like you get to pick and choose like what it is that you like about right. these. But for me, the nostalgia aspect sometimes really drives that point home, sometimes really makes that experience better for me i know from some other people it's like oh this is old like you just have like nostalgia bias and 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 that just ruins it for them but most of the time for legacy sequels for me the nostalgia does play a uh, a big part in it and it also depends on how they do it so that's that's how i feel about legacy sequels and and how nostalgia plays into that because that for me was what makes legacy sequels. i think nostalgia is a powerful drug yeah, it's what it's it's what gives people money. It yeah. makes people money. Yeah, but I also think that our lives operate in many of the same ways. We look back and we reminisce at the stories that we wrote, or the chapters in our story from long ago. Lost love, adventures, friends who come in and out of our lives, and then back in, and we revisit those experiences, and we think about what they mean for where we're going next. Looking back at the past and the legacy that we've built in our life is not that much different than the legacies that these films have built. And drawing from those stories in order to shape the stories that are ahead of us and following back on those paths in order to lay out a new path for us, that's what we do when we forge our legacy. And we invite you to continue to, for, 
forge your legacy here and beyond with us week to week. And as you do that, always remember to keep searching. If you want to hear a little more of this conversation, feel free to join us on our Patreon, where we dissect and expand a little bit on some of the titles that we discussed today and on what legacy sequels mean to us.